0: Now, there's been much debate in recent weeks about plans to reduce car journeys through Dublin city centre from later this year, but new research has found that so-called active travel schemes often have more positive results than people expect. The study by the Economic and Social Research Institute's Behavioural Research Unit looked at the international evidence on the effect of infrastructure changes designed to promote more walking and cycling that they have on communities. And to tell us more, Shane Timmons, Senior Research Officer with the ESRI is in studio. Good morning Shane. Good morning. We're hearing more and more about active travel schemes. What benefits do they bring and why is it that people underestimate them?
1: Yeah, so this piece of work, as you said, uh, we reviewed international evidence on it. Um, so in total in the paper at the moment uh, that was published, there's over 180 pieces of evidence um, internationally. It was commissioned by the National Transport Authority and Fingal County Council, two pieces of work that we've combined for this publication. And the positive effects, are some of them are what you might expect. So there are health benefits of people are walking and cycling more and there's less traffic congestion. So the air quality improves and also environmental effects, um, so reduced emissions. Um, now, when we reviewed the international evidence, uh, that what came out there was that lots of people tend to oppose these schemes on the expectation that there might be negative effects for local business and negative effects for traffic. Now, the evaluations that have been done of any uh, of these schemes actually suggest the opposite. So um, the effects on local businesses, particularly food and retail businesses, tend to be positive or neutral, um, with the exception of any uh, business that might focus specifically on carriers, so a petrol station, for example. Um, some of the reasons that come out in the international literature for this is that people tend to associate things like uh, driving a car or having car park spaces with revenue in a business, But what actually seems to happen is that people who walk and cycle will visit a business more often and over time spend more. So that's what the empirical evidence suggests. We've
0: heard a lot in recent weeks about the big changes coming to Dublin City Centre from this August in relation to car use and there's a lot of concerns as you as you say from public and business. What do the government need to do then to, to allay those fears?
1: Well importantly for this piece of work we don't have any specific recommendations for any specific scheme um, but we do identify some what we call as behavioural scientists cognitive biases that might interfere with how people make evaluations. So some of them that we highlight include what's called status quo bias and so that's just an inbuilt kind of cognitive shortcut that we have to want to keep things the way they are. So it's a preference for keeping things the way they are, even if change might be beneficial. Other biases we highlight include um, one that's called primacy effect. So if the first piece of information you hear about a scheme or an initiative is negative, then that's going to colour your later opinion of it. It's, It's very difficult to shift those things. So importantly here, what the evidence suggests is that if biases are interfering with how people are making evaluations then it might be worthwhile developing ways to present the information in a more neutral way and these biases can work in either direction. So it's about kind of helping people to form that objective opinion.
0: And you use the example of the London congestion charges in relation to this. Tell us about that.
1: So exactly. So the London congestion charge and there's also been work done in Sweden on congestion charges where there can be quite vocal opposition to these charges being put in place before they're they're implemented. But afterwards once people have experience with them people tend to shift their opinion and realise okay if there's fewer cars here and I do need to drive then I can get around quicker but it also might be I might feel more safe to, to cycle or walk where I need to go.
0: And we've seen pedestrianisation schemes brought in throughout Dublin city centre that's already in place in parts um, and we've heard there's you know still arguments in relation to the plus and the minuses but what benefits do they bring?
1: Uh, so, in general, so again, this is speaking to the international evidence, um, so unfortunately we don't have the same scale of evidence um, for schemes that are that are here in Ireland, but internationally speaking, and we don't really have any reason to suspect that they might be different, um, as I said, businesses, so uh, food and retail businesses, um, the effects on those tend to be either positive or things will stay the same. It does depend on how effective the infrastructure is at achieving that goal of increasing walking and cycling. And now there are ways to design the infrastructure that we identify to help people do that the key seems to be making people feel safe when they're cycling and walking cycling in particular and ways to do that is to design uh, cycle lanes that are Uh, illustrated by colour so painted with a different colour there's some studies showing that um, if the cycle lane is painted red versus just that solid white line um, that cars will actually stay further away from cyclists um, on the road and that can help uh, cyclists feel safer so where these safety um, precautions are designed then we we seem to see more women and older people cycling as well
0: Okay, well lots to learn there for the city authorities as they consider changes to traffic in the capital but for now Shane Timmons Senior Research Officer with the SRI thank you